0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? We're getting down to it. It is the towards the end of the season uh, for us all here. As Got a couple teams already finished up their seasons. A uh, couple teams waiting to finish up their season. And then we got playoffs. So it's a uh, wide array of things going on. So we'll get right to it. Uh, ain't nothing to it but to do it. We'll start off Friday night with the U.S. Naval Academy traveling up the road a little bit to uh, Mount Pleasant Arena in Balmer and uh, Towson, visiting Towson there. And uh, no uh, no live feed again, such as life in this one. So we, uh, we we persist on, and Navy persisted on and persisted on well. Coming into the weekend with an undefeated ECHA uh, record, uh, as their last two conference games came into play this weekend. Uh, they start off in Towson. Andrew Rugg getting the start for tonight uh, to Friday night's affair, and uh, the team in front of him gave him a ton of help. One fourteen, and Michael Rockovich, the Rock, throwing it up there, sixteenth of the year. Evan Adams with his eleventh assist. Nick Allen with his fifteenth assist. One nothing early. Then a minute and 15 mi- uh, seconds later, Sean Ostrowski with his 10th of the year on the power play. As Towson get into a little bit of penalty trouble in the early going. That's Ostrowski's 10th uh, of the year. Uh, Rokovic's 25th assist. Allen with his second assist of the night. Third of the game. Uh, and Navy really just took it to Towson all night long 11 to six shots in the first period a third goal came in at 1133 Riley Jamison, his seventh of the year Nick Allen with another assist as uh, he gets his third of the game 17th of the year Navy up convincing at this point three to nothing and then with 240 left we got a nice little uh nice little memento as uh Jagan Nadiauk gets his first as a midshipman. Uh, on the power play, John Mullen, his fifth assist. Navy goes into the break up four to nothing. Towson would get one back, two nineteen in though. Jack Callahan his second of the year all alone, and that cuts it to four to one. But then Navy just on it at all. Rockovich again, two thirty one into the frame, just uh, a uh, a few twelve seconds after Callahan's goal restores the four goal lead with his second of the game, seventeenth of the year. Evan Adams with his 12th assist, and Nick Allen again, 18th assist of the night. Uh, Evan Adams then at uh, the 9-minute-11-second mark with his 12th of the year. Nick Allen his 19th assist. That's five assists on the night. On the power play, just two minutes change later, Adams his second of the night. Nick Allen his sixth assist of the night. And Sean Ostrowski with the uh, fifth assist of the night, and uh, boom. Navy is up too many to not enough. Didn't, didn't end there. Rokovic ends his hat trick. Uh, one minute remaining in the second with his 18th of the year. Evan Adams, his 13th assist. Navy up 8-1 to one at the break. And on the th- In the third period, they just outshot him 17-5. But uh, strangely enough, only getting two goals, and they were only 25 seconds apart. First, John Mullen, his fourth of the year from Jack Burke his 7th assist, and then Nick Allen finally getting on the score sheet on the goal side, his 11th of the year from Justin Carl, who gets his ninth assist, and Michael Rockovich, his 26th assist. And there it is, too many to not enough, 10-1 to the final for Navy. Andrew Rugg getting a 16-save victory in this one. Nate Berlew hung with the loss, 10 saves, uh, just past the halfway point of the second. He survived, and then Dan Ludwig, uh, 19 saves. In this as well, but yeah, the big story of the night: Rockovich, three goals, two assists; Nick Allen, a goal and six assists; Evan Adams, two goals, three assists. Padding the stats in this one, but hey, uh, you know, you, you have a, you have something like that. You still have to travel. They travel up the road a bit to Temple, take on the Owls who are looking to spoil the undefeated season for Navy. But uh, was not to be. Got uh, a little shaky in the early going, though. Temple gets on the board, 324, and Nolan Sauer with his fifth of the year. Uh, and uh, Temple up one nothing early, but Navy just gets back on it, and again, firing on all cylinders, 16 shots in the first, and they get one from Evan Adams, his 14th of the year, 14-16 into the first period. That's, uh, yeah, 14th of the year. Justin Carl, his 10th assist of the season. This one just cut through the middle as uh, Adams just cuts through the middle off a nice little dish off from Carl and puts it backhand in one-to-one. A minute and 14, sorry, a minute 15 seconds later, Jack Burke gets on it. A good keep at the line from Josh Reed. Uh, a shot gets blocked from Reed, but uh, Jack Burke there to pick it up for his sixth of the year. Reed, his first assist, Navy up two-to-one going into the break, and it wasn't until a power play late as just... Uh, bedlam, bedlam happening from the Temple side. Their coach getting ejected from the game. Uh, and uh, yeah, just bedlam from uh, Temple. Starting to uh, get that Philly in them. Uh, getting a little too worked up. Too many cheese steaks. As uh, it's fine. Penalties or penalties happen. But uh, Navy cashing in. Patrick Laughlin, his fourth of the season, was uh, just a great work around the perimeter. Gets to the inside for Laughlin for his fourth of the year. Michael Rockovich with his 27th assist. Navy up 3 to nothing, going into the third period. And not much happened in the third period for Temple. Navy was just putting shots on left, right, and center, really trying to put it up on the score sheet. And there was a ton, a ton of penalties for uh, Temple. They had a guy getting ejected for a, a kneeing penalty, Double game misconducts, all kinds of wacky, dumb crap happening on from the Temple side. Navy persisted onward. Patrick Laughlin again getting his second power play goal uh, and his uh, fifth of the season. Just a rebound goal in front off of Michael Rokovic's shot. Uh, and E. Labu. it's 4 to 1. Rokovic's 28th assist on Laughlin's fifth goal and Evan Adams' 14th assist of the night. And the Nick Allen closing it out, 125 remaining in the frame. Uh, just a Pa- nice pass in front from Patrick Laughlin puts it home Laughlin's seventh assist Allen's 12th goal Ostrowski's with his sixth assist on the power play Navy making teams pay and uh, that's all she wrote on this one Charles Dardery with the 21 uh, save salute in the victory as Navy for the first time in program history goes undefeated in conference play and will ride high into the ECHA playoffs but uh, it, there's a lot of work to be done. The playoffs don't start till March, I do believe. Um, so they got some time ahead of them. What do they have, though? Got a week off? Crab Pot coming up next, baby. Crab Pot Tournament. They will take on Stevenson in the first round. That will mean Towson will take on Maryland. And uh, if uh, things hold, there have been upsets before. Well, either, you know, who knows? We could see, you know what, we could see a Maryland-Navy final or a Maryland-Navy third-place game um that could be a good one. That could those those two teams fire on all cylinders. That would be a heck of a matchup to see, but we got to get there first. That's not until 2 weeks from now. We'll do a whole lead up to that uh going into that uh next week where the pre little preview of the crab pot tournament uh going on there cuz uh Maryland Maryland's got some work to do because they uh they finished up their regular season uh as they had two uh their two their final two regular season games and uh, then they, they have playoffs this weekend. First, it started off with senior night at the uh, Gardens Ice House in Laurel, Maryland. And unfortunately, they could not close out things uh, as they wanted to for their seniors. It got started off quick. Max Newham, who has just been tremendous this season, 28 seconds in, gets a rebound in front after a great turnover created by the Maryland uh, Ford Checkers, uh, Travis DeShane and uh, Leah Meaden, uh, finds Newham. Off a rebound, boom, 27th of the year for Newnham. Well, Liam Eaton's 15th assist, Travis DeShane's 20th assist, Maryland up quick, one to nothing. But Ryder, Ryder University Bronx, they were bringing their A game on this one. You want to talk about a shootout, this is what happens. Ryder was just throwing everything they could at uh, Peltier. And a uh, couple got through those, Seven twenty four, and Mark Marin threw up a podcast, uh, bored people to death, and got himself his fourth goal of the year. Uh, for that one ties the game up at one and then 1257 and Anthony Zito his sixth of the year for Ryder puts them up two to one but with a uh, just about five minutes remaining Matthew Kravinsky uh, gets a uh, nice little redirect in front of the net off a Max Newnham shot and in the net it goes Kravinsky's seventh uh, goal of the year Max Newham's 23rd assist Trevor Drake also getting an assist his 18th of the season. Not a lot happened in the second. No scoring from either side of the puck. Uh, but uh, And shots were even close too. But it was that third period that really got things going. We'll start off with 5-16 in the frame. Trevor Drake getting his 16th of the season. What a season he's had so far. Just out in front, a turnover download created by Daniel Tomaszewski and Matthew Gravinsky uh, finds uh, Trevor Drake in front. 16th of the year. Kravinsky's 10th assist. Tomaszewski's 13th assist and Maryland is up three to two. But late, late penalties doom the uh the Maryland Terrapins as uh I don't know how this works out. They give Brian Teske a cross checking. Two minute. They give it on sportsman like oh a spinning penalty. Yeah, that'll do it to Andrew Muirhead. I didn't know that was a ten minute like continuous penalty. But uh yeah. So there's that with uh one twenty six remaining. Mark McDermott ties the game up on the power play with his ninth of the year. And then Edward Coyne, with only 38 seconds remaining, gets his ninth of the season, putting a bad end to senior night for the Terrapins. 4-3, to the final in this one. Henry uh, Peltier, 41 saves in the loss. But got to have a short memory for this one because they had yet another game to go. They travel up 95 to head up to Wilmington. And uh, take on the Delaware Blue Hands. This would be a, this is going to be a first round matchup, but it was just a matter of who would be designated as the home team uh, for that matchup. And it was an exciting game, a uh, very, uh, very uh, fun game to watch overall. And it was good to see that they had the broadcast going both on uh, the Maryland side and the Delaware side. Uh, although uh, Matt Fusillo going uh, going ham by doing the simulcast for both, for uh, James Witherite, who uh, had a little bit of a you know, cold issue. You know, that's For a broadcaster, that is death. So, uh, Maryland gets out quick. They are firing all cylinders, again, hyped up from the road trip. 13-5 out shooting Delaware in the first period, but nothing to show for it, unfortunately. But they would get on the board first, just past the midway point of the second period, as Tucker Healy just picks off a pass, in the neutral zone, forehand, backhand, goal light for his 10th of the year, all alone, and Maryland up one to nothing. It wasn't until late into the second period when Joseph uh, Wogish gets his 9th of the year from a name that I butchered with under two minutes remaining, tying the game up. Delaware was the aggressor in this one offensively, 15-6 to six on the shot clock. Not like they had a lot of power plays either, so that was all kind of even strength, getting Maryland trapped into their zone, not letting them out. Uh, third period, however, Daniel Tomaszewski getting his uh, getting his sixth of the season off a uh, just a ripper from the top of the circle. James Body fed him nicely, and uh, Tomaszewski with the uh, sixth of the season, Body second assist. Terps up two to one. But Denver Lundstrom 750 into the third period gets his first of the season, ties the game up at twos. That's where we would go through regulation. And then Walgish again with uh, 103 remaining in the OT gets his 10th of the year. And that's all she wrote. Maryland drops this one 3 to 2 in OT. They would be the uh, uh, road team going into Friday's matchup against Delaware to see who will go into the final of the, uh, the MACH uh, championship game. Henry Peltier, 24 saves. In this one. So that's where Maryland's at next week. They will, uh, they all, the M-A-C-H, all congregate to one area. And they will be the road designated road team on Friday night. And uh, moving on from there, see where they go. All will be, I'm sure, on the Maryland Hockey Network on the YouTube. So go check that out. Jumping to the NCAA ranks for a minute. The Stevenson Mustangs are on what the kids like to call a heater at the moment. Uh, once uh, getting Austin Masters and Ryan Kenny back, this team is starting to gel. A lot of key players really getting into it as well as uh, Liam McCanny has been just sensational for this team in the second half of the season, and we'll talk a little bit more about him later. But uh, uh, Stevenson taking on Newman, my old school for a semester, and really laying down uh, what it is for this squad right now. Got started uh, on Friday night in Stevenson. It started off early on the power play. Austin Master with a just quick passing along the uh, the power play perimeter. Cross ice pass from Frank Fittucci. Finding Master for the one-timer in the net it goes. Vitucci and Liam McKinney on the assist. Uh, one nothing after the first and then the second period. Stevenson again, this time shorthanded uh, past the midway point. Almost five minutes remaining in the frame. Just a shorthanded rush. Between Eric Olson and uh, Zach Egber. Olson missed the shot. Banks it off the backboards. Egber's there to bounce it off the goalie and in for a shorthanded goal, putting Stevenson up 2-0 at that point. And then with only 37 seconds remaining in the frame on the power play, Alex Reve gets a rebound in front from a Liam McCanny shot. That makes it 3 0 going into the break. Stevenson again would uh, be the aggressors in the third period as well. Liam McCanney then. Gets a block shot uh, with Malcolm Palmer. Go 2 on 0 Almost didn't go in. Squeaked through the goaltender's pads. Making it 4-0. Getting uh, McKinney his second point of the night. And uh, then on the power play with under two minutes remaining. Newman finally gets on the board. Zach Thompson with the goal. Making it 4-1. But he all for not. Stevenson takes the dub in this one. With Ryan Kenny making 32 saves uh, in the winning effort. So... It would be a back and forth. They will go up to Aston, Pennsylvania, the lovely Aston Township, Pennsylvania, and they will take on Newman on their home ice, and they weren't very great guests. Newman, though, did get out to a stunning lead, 11 seconds in. Nate Dunning gets Newman up first, but Frank Vitucci would not have that lying down at all. No, sir. On the power play, 220 in, uh, a block pass from Eric Olson finds Vitucci's stick on the left dot. He puts it home. Liam McCanney on the assist. We are tied up at 1. 8.55 and another power play for uh, Stevenson. This is a power play, uh, special teams kind of game, let me tell you that. Kyle Lightfoot gets in on it with a nice little quick passing around the puck. Rebound that just fell into the crease. There's Kyle Lightfoot puts it home. John Musella and Aiden McDowell on the assist. 2-1 to one. Stevenson. Under five minutes remaining in the first. Yancey Whitaker. Tying the game up for Newman on the power play, two to two going into the break. And in the second period, there was uh, there was nothing. There was not much to show for that at all uh, between the two squads. Uh, a lot of shots uh, from Newman's way. Ryan Kenny was strong, stopping all eleven in his wake. And Newman trying to press, trying to get things going. They would throw thirteen at uh, Ryan Kenny in the third. He would stop them all because the third period was the Liam McCanney show. Starting off 444 in, McCanny just walks around the top of the circle, just getting all time and space on the power play, rips one home, assists to Frank Fettucci for a 3-2 lead. Not even three minutes later on another power play, McKinney again, just a nice little cross-corner pass from the point from Austin Master, finds the seam, and McKinney is there to tap it in 4-2. to two. Like I said, Newman was pressing. They were firing on all cylinders, trying to get something past Ryan Kenny. Nothing to happen there. And then with uh, 250 remaining, Liam McKenney gets the netty boo. Hattie Horn with his third of the game, putting it home. Just walking through everybody. Empty net goal. That's it. That's all she wrote for this one. Stevenson wins five to deuce. Ryan Kenny, 31 saves in this one. And man, Ryan McKenney has, or Liam McKenny has been on a heater in this one. He has been so uh, he is he is so hot right now, as like Hansel in that one movie. Got a e, uh, UCHC Player of the Week honors, also MAC Player of the Week, Offensive Player of the Week, while Ryan Kenny gets Defensive Player of the Week. But uh, yeah, Liam McKenny setting a single season mark. I believe it was, I think, it's goal mark. For, uh, for the uh, Stevenson Mustangs. So that's a hell of a thing. Uh, sorry, single season points record, 35 in a season. So huge weekend for him, huge season for Liam McCanny, too. The former uh, Northeast General standout is uh, having a hell of a time in his sophomore year. No sophomore slump for him as he is just ripping things up for the Mustangs this season. So Stevenson now goes to Wilkes for the weekend, their last regular season weekend before they get into their playoff fold as well. So uh, you can catch all the action. They have a video uh, thing for Wilkes' little video feed there for Friday and Saturday matchups. Team Maryland, they are up and at them this week. Middle of the week uh, series against Pro Tech as they went to a nice little new building. Nice little new building Pro Tech has for themselves. They did get sold not too long ago, too. So I think that might have a little bit to do with it. But three games set Wednesday through Friday, and uh, Team Maryland gets out quick on uh, Wednesday afternoon as they get a big victory, uh, five to three. Now, it wasn't all rainbows and sunshines to begin with, as the uh, ProTech outshooting Team Maryland twelve to six in the first frame. But it was Team Maryland who would strike first. Uh, Tommy Tracy. With 3:45 uh, remaining, gets his 16th of the year. Nice little short pass across from Sean Donahue finds Tracy. That's Donahue's 12th assist. Uh, Theodore Lunzes with his first goal uh, assist of the season. Welcome to the welcome to the party, pal. Uh, power play goal on that team Maryland up one to nothing. But with under two minutes remaining, William Jamson for Protect ties the score up at one with his sixth of the season. Second period did not yield many results, although Team Maryland's offense did get a lot going. Outshooting Pro Tech 14-11 on that. No scorer for either side uh, as this uh, goes into the third period. And Team Maryland gets out to a quick, quick start. A 2-1-1 between uh, J.J. Creighton and Morley Phillips. Finds J.J. Creighton getting the short side goal for his third of the year. Morley Morley Phillips, 7th assist. Aiden Parker, his third assist. Team Maryland up 2 to one then 6'27", and Phillips decides to get one of his own. A uh, power play goal just tipped in front, getting his own rebound, his 10th of the year. Matt O'Donnell with the initial shot, his 7th assist. TJ Avellino with his 7th assist on the power play as well. And a big run for Team Maryland ends at 849 of the period. Benjamin Watson off the face-off just found the puck in the slot, rips one home for his third of the year. Alex Erlin with his 8-assist. Team Maryland up. Four to 1. Pro would come alive after the uh, the midway point. Tanner Conter with his 12th of the year cuts the lead in half for Team Maryland. Then with under 5 minutes remaining, Graham Broadfoot with his 18th of the season gets them to within 1. But it was Tyler Hissong with 51 seconds left. Uh, picking off a pass in the slot as uh Tech was trying to break out. Wires at home for his 6th of the year. That would put them up 5-3. to three. That would be the final 5 to 3 Team Maryland gets this one Lincoln Crosby 33 saves in the winning effort but again no rest for the wicket on this as they go right back at it again for a Thursday mat in A uh, nothing happened in the first even though Team Maryland's offense was just exploding despite having a little bit of penalty trouble uh, for the uh, the last half of it they outshoot ProTech 15 to 7 on the score sheet but it wasn't until 1201 into the second period where ProTech gets the first goal of the game. John King, his fifth of the season. Uh, like I said, puts ProTech up one to nothing. But Vladim Frolov, 13 uh, 1345 and gets this a uh, nice little two-on-one work with him and Alex Erlin. He trickles it in for his uh second of the year. Erlen's ninth assist of the year. Team Maryland ties it up. But a minute and change later, Graham Broadfoot of ProTech gets his 19th of the year to put them up 2-1, to one, but hey, don't sleep on Team Maryland. 21 seconds after that, Sean Donahue, off the faceoff, gets a shot from the point, that it gets deflected. Donahue deflects it, flutters in for his ninth of the season. Tommy Tracy uh, gets his eighth of uh, eighth assist of the year. We are tied up at deuces. Nothing happened in the third. Uh, team's kind of a little bit conservative. Nothing happened in overtime. We go to a shootout. Sean Donahue scores for Team Maryland, but uh, Nick Herbert and uh, but Nick A. Bear and Jacob Gates score score for uh, Pro Tech, and that's all she wrote on this. Colin Burkey shootout loss, thirty five saves in this one. So hey, we got a, we got two two down. Why not try to get a rubber match in this one? Try to see what we can do to break this tie for the series, at least for this weekend. And another barn burner of a matchup here. First off, John Manzi of ProTech gets uh, his fourth of the season as ProTech was throwing a lot at Lincoln Crosby to start. Uh, he gets his fourth of the season and they are up 1 nothing quick. But less than a minute after that, Nick Fakowski of Team Maryland, his first of the season off the faceoff. A point shot just gets tipped in front for his first of the year all alone. And a tie game there. Then with under seven minutes remaining, Vladim Frolov strikes again for his third of the season. Uh, a couple of moves at the top of the circle. Wrist one home, finds the open spot, and that's a power play goal. Connor McHale with his seventh assist on Frolov's third goal. Team Maryland goes into the first break up 2-1. John Manzi, though, gets things going again as he pawns his fifth of the year uh, early, 319 in, and then 527 in Jacob Gates extends the lead to, or gets the lead back for ProTech three 3-2 at that point, but 649 into the frame. Team Maryland ties it back up. Matt O'Donnell, uh, shot off the goal line, just banks off the goalie and in, odd angle shot, his fourth of the season all alone, and it is tied. But Maryland had a, uh, Team Maryland had a ton of chances late, had a lot of power play opportunities, just could not find it. They had three straight power plays, just could not find the back of the net, and that kind of uh, maybe what doomed them in the grand scheme of things here. Graham Broadfoot in the third period, 9.51 and He gets his 20th of the season, puts ProTech back in the lead. And then a minute and three seconds later, Alexis Berkus with uh, his fourth of the year for ProTech puts them up 5 to 3. Team Maryland, try as they might, try to find the equalizer. They get one with under three minutes remaining when uh, TJ Avellino. Gets a power play rip right from the slot for his fourth of the year. Morley Phillips uh, on his eighth assist. Froloff with his sixth assist. But they could not find the equalizer in the final two minutes, forty eight seconds, and they dropped this one five to four. Uh, Lincoln Crosby, forty one saves in the defeat in a very entertaining uh, week week weekday series. That's that's the word I'm looking for. Looking at the standings team, Maryland sitting in fourth place right now, uh, 17, 15, 4, and 3, 41 points. They are two points clear at Philadelphia Hockey, or yeah, 2. three points clear at Philadelphia Hockey Club. Only one behind the Philadelphia Little Flyers, uh, seven behind the Protect Junior Ducks, and eight behind the New Jersey 87s. Tight races going on uh, for that. They're over five hundred right now, so that that's uh, something to definitely... Uh, crow about, I would say. They'd go on to take on Philadelphia HC at Philadelphia HC Friday and Saturday. So pretty crucial matchups for there for uh, Team Maryland trying to maintain and maybe even surpass, get a little bit more point cushion from that fifth spot as well. We'll move on to Towson. Uh, We mentioned their game against Navy earlier uh, today as uh, they kind of uh, did not, uh, things did not go as planned. They uh, took on Lehigh on Saturday on there I believe that was their senior night as well and Lehigh was all over them in the first period. it didn't it, it started good for Towson. Uh, Ethan McGregor gets his first of the year 12, uh, 222 win uh, from Frank Megan and Justin Brown Megan's fourth of the uh, fourth assist of the campaign Justin Brown's 14th assist and Towson up one to nothing. Lehigh was just all over Towson 21 shots in the first period alone. Uh, Towson only mustering nine shots in that frame, but another one of the shots go in. Justin Brown hits 10th of the season. Megan, his fifth assist, and Drew Lustig, his eighth assist. Towson up two to nothing. Lehigh would finally get on the score uh, scoreboard with Charlie Wosik, uh his fourth goal of the year, six minutes remaining, and uh, cuts the lead to uh, one. Uh, and then there we go. Then Lehigh really started to take over in the second period. As uh, they get three goals in the frame. Starts off with Ferdinand Burghardt with his seventh of the season uh, tying the game up. 6-13 in though. Braden Humphrey uh, do the Humpty Hump on the shorthanded goal for his fifth of the year. Justin Brown's 15th assist of the season and second of the game. Third point of the night as well. That ties the game back or puts Towson back in the lead 3-2. But 13-08. Michael Gresh with his 20th of the year ties the game up. And then two minutes and change later charlie long on the power play puts lehigh up with his sixth of the season four to three and then on another power play uh penalties just dooming towson in this one uh michael grease his 21st of the year uh, 331 in the frame that's all she wrote in this one uh lehigh outshoots towson 62 to 40 as uh james price makes 57 stops in the matchup and uh yeah Things are uh, not a great weekend for Towson overall. They travel up to Westchester this weekend. Uh, I believe this is their last, uh, their last uh, games of the regular season before Crab Pot. They will take on University of Maryland in the Crab Pot in their first round matchup. And, uh, yeah, we will see how this all pans out for Towson and what they can do. I don't think they're in the playoffs this year. I think they only have one point in uh, – in ECHA play, so I think they have missed out on the playoffs uh, for a second straight season. Stevenson, uh, they took on the same Ryder Bronx that the uh, t- that the Maryland Terrapins faced on Friday. They faced them on Saturday, and uh, not a good not a good uh, time had by uh, Stevenson. Unfortunately, they dropped this one five to nothing. Started off 317 in. Uh, Donathan Sutcher with his eighth goal of the year for the Bronx. Puts them up one nothing. Very even on the shot counter for the first two periods. Ryder fifteen shots to thirteen in the first. Fourteen e fourteen in the second. One goal. Forty four seconds in on the power play. Mark McDermott for Ryder gets his tenth of the season. That puts Ryder up two nothing. But the third period is when Ryder started to pull away. Uh, and uh yeah, they put their stuff going on. Twelve twenty nine in the third period. Mark Maron again throwing another podcast interrupting his guest. His fifth goal of the season. And then right after that, not even two minutes later, Christopher Perkins, his third of the year makes it four nothing. And then Jonathan Sitcher with his ninth of the year with 25 seconds remaining. All she wrote in this one. Ryder outshooting Stevenson 50 to 38, while Jonathan Vitti makes forty five saves in the defeat. Where does this put Stevenson now? They are in the playoffs. They'll start on uh Thursday, however. They're taking on Drexel. In the four-five match or the uh, yeah the four-five matchup, the winner of that will take on the number one seed, which I believe is Ryder. Uh, I'm sure I'm wrong on that one. But uh, the winner of the Thursday matchup will take on that, and then of course Stevenson has Crab Pot coming up uh, a week after as well. So there we go. Uh, let's go on to the ladies, and we'll start with the Stevenson University women. They were at home for games against Chatham, and uh, pretty pretty solid games overall for both the uh, for for both of them. Stevenson uh, getting off to a quick start in their Friday game at home as uh first goal got missed Hannah Labby gets her gets a goal gets him up early 606 in Megan Croyle with the assist no camera the camera was a little bit shaky in the uh, the women's game unfortunately for Friday but we did get to see Carly Aguire's goal kind of uh 21 in a uh, wrist shot blocked pushed to the side of the net Aguirre's there. Puts it home. Megan Croyle with another assist. Ashlyn Bray with an assist as well. 2-0. Stevenson up. And that's how it would go into the second period. And then Chatham using their special teams to their advantage. Started at 3-20 in on the power play. Allison Courser-James makes it 2-1 on the power play. And then a minute and three seconds later, Allie Nolan on the shorthanded goal uh, ties the game up. However, Stevenson would get one back. Emily Brightbill. Gets a, a nice little play that T. Ferreira and uh, Kendall Grint were able to create from turning it over in their own zone. Bright built the uh, the recipient of the goal makes it three to two. But then with 11:30 in 11:30 into the second period, Nolan again on the power play. She gets another uh, fancy goal for herself, ties the score up at three. 4:39 into the third period, however, Chatham would finally get uh, their first lead of the game. Brooke Alman. Makes it 4-3 to three quickly, but Stevenson using the power play to their advantage when they were able to get it. Uh, a nice little loose puck in front. Megan Swick finds it, said, I'll take this, puts it home. Uh, T. Ferreira and Maggie Dean on the assist. We are 4-4 four to four with under eight minutes remaining. That's where we carried out into the overtime. Then in the overtime, an uh, unfortunate happening, uh, a little tripping call on a mini-break against Chatham puts them in the box. And Carly Aguire makes him pay a uh, just a laser from the left face-off. Don sends Stevenson home. The victors, Aslan Bray, her second assist of the night. And 5-4 is the victory uh, for Stevenson in this. And uh, Olivia DeGuire, solid work, 32 saves for the winning effort. But again, short memory on this as they had to take on those same Chatham Cougars again and another very fun matchup between these two squads as uh, this one ends in overtime as well but not for Stevenson's uh, liking started off quick though 227 and T Ferreira just a centering pass from Emily Brightbill slides through the goalie's five hole makes it 1 to nothing however Chatham by the middle of the frame they would tie it back up Ashley Marchant 947 in the frame unassisted tying the game up at 1 wasn't until the late end of the second period when as uh, Allison Courser-James gets a power play goal for herself, makes it 2-1 Chatham, but quickly in the third period. Frankie Capello, a nice little two-on-one with Hannah Labby. A little pass across and in the net. Uh, Capello getting the goal, Labby getting the assist. We are tied, and that's what put us all the way through to overtime. And then with only 23 seconds remaining, Allie Nolan puts it home, but everyone was confused. Chatham didn't know how to react. No one knew if it was in or not. It wasn't until, like, the referee pointed to the net that they started piling off. It was a very bizarre situation, but Chatham gets the victory in uh, this one with Olivia DeGuire making 37 saves, another big effort from her uh, to uh, keep a minute. But, uh, yeah, we are uh, at the point now where it's just like, okay, where where do we go here? Stevenson right now 8-11-1 overall, 6-9-1 and in conference. They have a couple more weekends to go. About they will take on Manhattanville at the Reisterstown Sportplex this weekend. If you have the chance, please go go out and support your team Friday and Saturday night. Uh, and uh, yeah, it should be interesting to see where this can uh, this leads them on to. And we'll have to find out how this this all affects their playoffs as well. Should be an interesting last couple of weeks for the women's side of Stevenson uh, Navy. They uh, they had their senior night as well. They are. Uh, they had a tough go about it on Saturday morning as uh, they took on Villanova and unfortunately were not able to get the victory in this one. Villanova, one of the, the number one ranked team in the Southeast Division for a reason. No scoring in the first period, but uh, Sarah Rumley gets her twelfth of the year for Nova, 202 in that puts um, uh, the Wildcats up early. And uh, Annalise Monopoly, her seventh of the year, under five minutes remaining in the frame. Uh, Villanova up two to nothing going into the third period. Rumley again on the power play would pot one hers thirteenth of the year, and Navy is left uh, kind of wondering, kind of see what what's going on where they can capitalize. Tina Cornelio though gets her thirtieth of the year six thirty four and tries to start a rally. Lauren Power hers eleventh assist of the year. Marguerite Schillinger goes with her fourth goal fourth goal of the year past the midway point. Alexis Smith uh, her fifth assist and Cornelio's eleventh assist. That puts uh, Navy to within one. Then CeCe Jenkins, however, for Nova. Power play goal puts it four to two, her ninth of the season. But just over a minute later, Lindsay Beitch with her tenth of the year with under five minutes to play gets the, the mids to within one, but they could not finish the comeback as they dropped their last regular season game four to three. Maggie Colassa with a 21 save effort in net. And now Navy has to wait. They're going to wait for the rankings that happen after uh, next weekend's play. Uh, they will come on the 12th of February, and they will see where they're at playoff-wise and then kind of go figure out what how, how the whole national thing is going to work out for them. So the waiting game happens for the Mids, and we'll just have to see next week where they are placed. And um, in that same division, Loyola and Maryland, um, trying to figure out what they're going to do with their rankings. No, No – Score sheet at all, but uh, Maryland's women's Twitter or Instagram did post that they won 10 to nothing over Loyola. So, thinking Loyola is uh, after their game this Saturday, that will be their season. Maryland's going to have to also have a big, uh, big push to see what happens after their two games. Maryland will play at UPenn and then take on Westchester on Saturday. Like I said, Loyola travels up to Delaware to take on the uh, Blue Hens on Saturday for their last game of the season and we will see how that all pans out next week in terms of uh, just rankings and how this is all going to go. We'll get to some D3 results in this one. A lot of in- in-state conference, uh, in-state battles this week. We'll start off with uh, the Naval Academy hosting Salisbury, and Salisbury winning 5-2 to in this one. Josh Stevenson with two goals for Salisbury. Uh, Jonathan Schwartz and George uh, Shur- Shirkogen. With a goal. My apologies, George, on that one. Also, Austin Aruda on the goal as well for Navy. They get goals from Robert Verda and Maxwell Mondo in this one. Nathaniel Schmidt 30 uh 33 saves. while Cole Fredo 31 saves for the Seagulls in uh, in this one. The Seagulls would then travel up to Harrisburg, take on PSU Harrisburg. They get five goals, but they also got 12 scored against them as they drop this one 12-5. Uh, to five. Jonathan Schwartz with a hat trick. Uh, Luke Sprague with a goal and two assists. And Ryan Burns with a goal as well, but it was not enough. Colfredo, 24 saves before giving way to Bryce Travers, who had uh, six saves in uh, in his time in net for the uh, the Seagulls. Navy would also host uh, Georgetown on Saturday night. And Georgetown would uh, upset Georgetown D2 squad, upset the Naval Academy 4-1 uh, to one, uh, for that. And Derek Scott getting the lone goal from Lincoln Jones for Navy as uh, George uh, Prelip gets 27 saves in the defeat. Navy will now be off a weekend, and then they'll be back next weekend against Rowan and Harrisburg, uh, P.S. Harrisburg, before uh, they travel to Rowan again. And, uh, yeah, and then huzzah, huzzah. Or, sorry, they're all at home. So Rowan and Harrisburg and Rowan again come to town before the ACC playoffs in the beginning of March. UMBC traveled down to Old Dominion to start off their weekend, and they get themselves a big dove, 11-8. to 8. Barnburner in this one. Ethan Fries with three goals. Uh, Brenner Granson with three goals. Brian Dugan with two goals. Uh, Gavin Hayes. uh, Devin uh, Christel with a a goal apiece. Also, Dominic DeAngelis with a goal for that. Nick Corbin, 24 saves in the victory in a fire wagon hockey kind of game. Maryland, UMBC will return home to take on Maryland's D3 squad. Unfortunately, that goal scoring did not come with them. 8-4, the defeat as UMBC gets outshot 69-21 nice to 21 in this one. For uh, the Terrapins, three goals from Simon Kruger, also an assist. Uh, Carter Kelly with a goal, uh, Dominic Banano with a goal, Hugh Col- uh, Cohen with a goal, Joe Hutchinson, Jacob Smith, uh, all with goals as well. Two assists from Hayden Irwine and Cooper Folias, as well as Declan Dimitriev. Uh, for the Terps uh, in this UMBC, they got goals from Ethan, F- Ethan Freeze, Brian Dugan, Brenner Granson, and Devin Kristal. Uh, and then, yeah, that's how it all went. Nick Corbin, 61 saves uh, in the defeat. Uh, Ezi Wastock with the 17-save victory for the Terps in this montgomery college traveled up to alvernia and was not a good time for them friday night it was a uh uh, not a great time uh 13 to 2 was the final for alvernia montgomery college getting outshot 48 to 25 in this they would get goals from uh brendan cavey and peyton o'keefe uh colin walsh with 35 saves in the defeat a little bit better on saturday a uh, 8-2 to defeat in this. They were outshot 48-30 in this as uh, Paul Weiss and Peyton O'Keefe gets goals. Justin Bell with 40 saves in the defeat. Loyola also defeated Millersville, apparently. No score on that one. No score sheet for that, but we will take their word for it. Source, trust me, bro. So that's your D3 wrap-up. How about we get to some players? Micah Berger had one assist for the Wenatchee Wild as uh, they swept their weekend First against the uh, Merritt Centennials, and then against the Salmon Ar- Arms Silverbacks. Uh, currently, Berger's got uh, 16 goals, 29 points in 29 games, a point-per-game player for the uh, 18-year-old out of Bethesda, Maryland. Eric Sharpentier had a big weekend himself. Three assists total, one on Friday, two on Saturday, as the New Jersey Titans swept the Danbury Jr. hat-tricks in both of those games. Both close games. However, so Danbury trying to get some improvement. They were on a 28-game losing streak as of uh, press time right now. So they're knocking at the door. We'll see if the, someone lets them in. Anthony Domina gets back on uh, on a nice little hot streak out there in the Kootenai Ice Hockey League for the Columbia Valley Rockies. A goal and assist in both Saturdays and Sunday's games uh, for him. Four-point weekend puts him up to 51 points in 33 games up there in Columbia Valley for the Saverna Park, Maryland native. Patrick Giles got himself an assist uh, in an overtime victory for the Charlotte Checkers on Friday uh, as they sweep the weekend series against the Syracuse Crunch. That puts uh, Mr. Giles at 9 points in 44 games, trying to find his footing in his first professional season. Stephen Holiday, again, continuing to rack up points, uh, figured in all three goals on Friday night's loss for, uh, for Ohio State but also getting two assists uh, on Saturday's win as well. So five assists weekend for him. That puts him at 30 points on the season in 28 games. That's a big, big work from the first year out of uh, Glenwood, Maryland. Quinn Kennedy, for those uh, Danbury Jr. hat-tricks, got an assist in Saturday's game against uh, against the New Jersey Titans. Kennedy has nine points in 27 games with Danbury after being traded from Maryland earlier this year. William Lawrence had a goal and an assist this weekend as Johnstown sweeps uh, northeast. He had an assist on Friday night's victory and then a goal in Saturday night's victory. It puts him at seven goals and 13 points in 34 games in his first year in the NHL. Uh, The Team Maryland product out of uh, Bethesda, Maryland, making strides up there in western Pennsylvania. Bryce Montgomery potted another assist on Friday night even though the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders did fall to the Chicago Steel, uh, and that's when he has four goals, four assists on the season in 27 games back into the USHL. Evan Orloff had a goal on Friday night as the May Nordiques swept the uh, Philadelphia Rebels this past weekend. That puts him up to six goals and 14 points in 27 games. And Jack Spicer had an up-and-down weekend uh, against Fargo uh, as uh, he loses on Friday night, 7-4, 29 saves in that one but comes back and wins in overtime uh, with 27 saves against Fargo, putting him at uh, 18-6-0 on the year, 287 goals against 894 save percentage for him for the University of Nebraska-Omaha commit. And that's it. That's all. We've done it again. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. We got playoffs next week. We got hype for Crab Pot. We got all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, Don't you dare miss out. We still have some regular season games for some teams as well. So, Check us out there. Uh, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show, Media Faction, and Podcast Monsters. Hey, uh, at Pod for the Twitter and at uh, Facebook.com slash Clutch and Crab Hockey for all the information and stuff Where I do not post there. So uh, that's it. That's all. You guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe out there. Stay warm. Play that Clutch and Crab Hockey. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.